want to encourage someone to buy from you? Then go ahead and tell them exactly how to solve their problem without you. Sounds crazy, but that kind of information actually helps you build trust with a prospective customer. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And you guys know that I love cats. We have full-time cats in the office, and today we're going to talk to a mouse. Well, we're going to talk to the co-founder of Sky Mouse Studios, John Welsh, and I am going to give him just a little bit of crap about the mouse. Hey, John. Hey, Lorraine. How you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So even though you don't like cats, one of the things that I did like as I was wandering around your website was the emphasis that you and your team put on content. And that's really what I want to talk about today is creating content that converts. So why don't we start with why is content so important on websites today? I believe that the reason content is so important is because uh, there's so many voices in the you know ether, call it what you will. Um, there's so many people making content and there's so many uh, websites that are mediocre. And so it makes someone who's trying to find what they're looking for, it's hard for them to discern, okay, who really knows what they're talking about? Who's really doing the right stuff and how can I trust them? And so my way of looking at content is that your goal is to teach your prospects or your potential customers how to solve their problems without you. And if you do that, then they can trust you, right? It's mm-hmm. not like the money, in my experience, money is almost never the reason why people don't want to work with someone. It's almost always trust. Sometimes it is money, but it's almost always because they either trust you or they don't trust you. And the best way to gain the trust of someone who doesn't know who you are is to tell them in no uncertain terms, here's how you solve your problems. Completely, no, no gimmicks. You don't have to buy from me. Here's how you do it. And when you do that, you show them that you know what you're talking about, you genuinely care about their success, and you're not in it just to get what you can out of the relationship. And that builds trust. That is so true. And I've had a lot of customers when we write content for them who say things like, well, but I don't want to give away all my secrets. And I think as you're saying this, telling them completely, the truth is people are going to look at it and they're going to fall into one of two categories, people who are going to do it themselves. Or people who are going to look at that and go, yeah, I don't want to do that, but this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. 100%. I I think that's hysterical. I I tend to find that more a prevalent mindset amongst, let's say, more tenured business people. I don't know how to say it in a PC (laughs) way, right? (laughs) Because we're talking uh, to a tenured business person. (laughs) Well, you're one of the, you know, you get it, right? Um, (laughs) There really is that fear that someone's going to do it without them. And that's where the economy of scale of the internet comes in, right? The number of people, you, if, if the number of people who showed up on your website and read your content, reached out for you for help, you would drown and never be able to fulfill all the business. And so if you understand that what you're trying to accomplish is getting, you know, 5, 10, 15% of the people that show up on your sweat site to, you know, click your chat now button or actually want to talk to you about your help, that's more than enough. You're not trying to get 100% of the internet traffic to buy from you. You're just trying to get a small portion of them too. And that fear that by giving it away means you're going to, they're going to go do it without you is really unfounded. All you have to do is think, if your mechanic told you, here's how you take your engine out of your car, are you going to take your engine out of your car? Absolutely not. You're going to say, you have the tools, you have the knowledge and experience. 
I'm willing to pay you to do it for me because it's not worth it to me to do it myself. It's not worth it. And when you break it down step by step, I begin to appreciate what's really involved. Exactly. As businesses try to establish a value for their service, the more you can help people understand what do you really have to go through to get to your end goal, the more they appreciate and they value and understand why you earn a living doing that and they're hiring. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's it's really... It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't any. There isn't any other way about it. So, as I'm thinking about my business, and I want to add more of this content that's going to convert, that's going to create this story around my business. What are some rules of thumb? Some things that I should think about that will help me prepare and organize and get ready to put that kind of information on my website. One of the best things to do, you know, I, I have, uh, I have. Uh, series of questions that I use to determine the next set of content that I'm going to create. And those questions really are, first of all, what are the questions that you wish your customers stopped asking you? That's a big one because a lot of times you might spend a ton of your time answering questions that if you had a good blog post on it, you could just send that and they could read it and figure it out themselves, which saves you a lot of time. That's great content. And at the same time, if your customers are asking for that information, it means other people are also interested. Mm-hmm. So it's not just your customers, but you're also going to be attracting people who aren't customers yet. And they're going to go, oh, this guy answered that question. Great. Another one is what are questions that you're getting asked in sales conversations, right? So it's a, it sounds the same, but it's different. If you're talking to someone and they say, well, why do you suggest I go with this email provider and not this one? The last guy I talked to said I should go with this one, right? Those are great questions to turn into content. So it's like, yeah, well, why would I use a solid surface countertop instead of a granite one? Mm-hmm. And then another good another good one are what are the problems that you know your prospects are dealing with right now and help them solve those problems? So this one is really hard for some companies because oftentimes that doesn't have anything to do with what you do. And so sometimes you're just telling a person how to solve a problem they have, and it might not actually have anything to do with the service you offer. But again, the, per- the point here is to teach, is to show your prospects that you care about them. And you can't, like everybody wants to say that. Their websites are all filled with all this copy. We care about you. You know, it's all about you. But is it really? Because all they can find are things that are about you, the company. And so if they find things on your website that specifically say, hey, here's a problem I know you have and here's how you solve it. I was just talking with a guy last week who was telling me he did a, they're a digital security camera company and they did an email campaign about how people could save money on their taxes by understanding the tax code law around equipment they have. And so it wasn't necessarily like security equipment. It was any kind of equipment, right? And they got great feedback on that. People being like, hey, thanks so much. That was actually useful. And you saved me like $3,000. So that's, those are some rules of thumb around how you can generate some content ideas. That is such a great example. And the truth is that that didn't start with the internet. Even going back, and I'm going to go old school, the idea that when you were knocking on a customer's door, keeping in mind the fact that right before you, they had an appointment and right after you, they have an appointment. And those two appointments are going to deal with totally unrelated problems. And looking at that customer as a whole person is a great way to build rapport and establish that relationship. And for companies maybe that don't feel comfortable writing that content that's tangential, that's kind of related, do you have a strategy for that so that they can still present that wider range of information? Yeah, that's, that's probably the most difficult part, right? And it's what I call the blogging paradox. And what I mean by that is the people who are the most qualified to write 
good content for companies are also the people who are the most likely to not have the time and not have the inclination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why we have such a content problem because you have people who don't know the immaterial trying to basically write on behalf of people who know the stuff. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what I would suggest is if you are a business owner and you're trying to figure out how to create content, what I would suggest is like schedule an hour every week on your calendar with someone in your on your staff. Let's say it's an it's maybe it's an executive assistant, maybe it's a you know a front desk person, maybe it's literally a sales guy, right, or your marketing guy, and have them take notes while you basically download mm-hmm. the thing you want to talk about to them. And what'll happen there is if you spend an hour telling someone, and I mean like really get into it, right? So if you're a let's say you're a accountant, right, and so you know you know what's a big problem your your customers are dealing with. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be probably hit this very well, but I can give you the idea. You know, let's say it's something around tax season and something you need to worry about. Well, if you if you sit down and explain, like literally explain to your marketing guy or someone on your staff why this is important, someone who probably doesn't know, and then tell them, when I say something you don't understand, ask me a question about it. And then and then take notes this whole time. And what'll happen is out of that, you will end up with an outline that's probably close to 800 to 1000 words and with just a little bit of extra filler out, filling out of that, you can get a thousand to 1500 word blog post of really good information that's calibrated for someone who has no idea what you're talking about. And that's a really solid blog post. That is a really great suggestion. That's a really interesting way to approach generating content. Funny thing is, you know, we, we generate content for a living, but I'm not a writer in my soul. And so one of my cheats is I actually just record myself. And I encourage other business owners to do that, either transcribe the audio file or just go back and listen to it and pull out some of that relevant information. But what I like about your suggestion is you're really going to that next level and not just talking, but really testing the message against an audience before you put it to paper, I think, or put it to pixel and and put it on the internet. But I, I think that's a really nice way to kind of Again, quality check and make sure that what you're putting out there is written for the end user and not written for you. Exactly. Exactly. John, this is great information. I can't believe we have whipped through the time, but I think you've given my <laughs> listeners a lot of great things to to think about. And I'm going to encourage them to hop over to skymousestudios.com to see a little bit more about what you do and how they can improve their content. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. It was my pleasure. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to learn more about content marketing and other small business marketing ideas, be sure to hop over to the toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com and look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to two, they're short. Share it with a friend and leave a review. And most of all, come back next week. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.